offers, inc including those not seen on TV, go to buy, buyatoyota.com. It's Toyota's official website for deals from the official vehicle of the New England Patriots. Toyota, let's go places. Some of the content of Patriots Unfiltered may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The world's original podcast. Live from Patriots Training Camp, this is Patriots Unfiltered. Presented by Toyota's official website for deals, buyatoyota.com. To Patriots Unfiltered, this is a very special edition of Patriots Unfiltered because we are live from 2023 training camp, high above the practice fields at Gillette Stadium. And uh, I am joined by Paul Perillo, Mike Dussault, Evan Lazar, later Tamara Brown, and we're going to be giving you the entire practice from our vantage point. We'll be on video until around, oh, 10.20 or so, and then we'll have to go to audio per team rules. But we'll give you what we see. I see Robert Kraft walking onto the field right now. Uh, the, 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 the stands are full. The hill is full. It's a good crowd for a Wednesday, first day of training camp. And I think we're excited. Fans are excited. And and uh it's great weather i mean you could it's idyllic yeah i think this is how you 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 uh you, you picture it right yeah and you had uh, people tweeting last night you know jalen mills how excited he was couldn't sleep getting ready to get out here so yeah i, th I think it is a, a perfect day you're right about the crowd good strong crowd looks like there's a lot of enthusiasm out there and uh, you couldn't ask for a better day to get started with the weather no no, and there were uh, some Patriots Unfiltered fans down there. Gave some T-shirts away, people yelling out to Deuce. So uh, thank you to them for coming down for that. So definitely a hype crowd. Yeah, so Deuce, a lot of fun. you were out there warming them up? I think, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Providing some insight as, uh, you know, a couple things. Trent Brown is here as we're taking ascendance early in See, camp. Christian Gonzalez uh, arriving for his first official practice uh, in training camp so we're all excited to see uh the first round rookie draft pick for the patriots cornerback yeah. get a look right there at one of the newer patriots just signed jalen hurd yeah uh, wide receiver uh looking to you know come in late see if he can catch up and create some depth i think they needed some depth paul and that's you know something we talked about we all you know we know about uh, deandre hopkins and, and that whole situation but but they needed some some additional guys for just for training camp so I think it's uh, an interesting addition. Poor guy, you know, has had a lot of injuries, hasn't been able to, you know, stay healthy, but, but had a lot of the intangibles and the, and the uh, I guess you call them the tangibles, the size tangibles. And, uh, <laughs> and the strength that, that you look for. I guess so those are measurables. Measurables. Right? And, and there's Juju Smith-Schuster I'm seeing first come out Juju for the first time. Signing. Yeah, this is the first time we've seen Juju. He's skipping. Uh, he's skipping. As little. if he's off to see the wizard. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, a little... Uh, but so far, yeah, Marte Mapu in a, in a red jersey, something just to, to point out. He... Did go, uh, what, it was undergo shoulder surgery. Peck this surgery. Peck surgery. Yeah. Uh, so we're waiting for him uh, eventually, hopefully, to get out of that red jersey. And, I mean, talk about a guy, Evan, that was all over the place in minicamp. Yeah. You don't want to read too much into it, but he looks like somebody who can play a little linebacker, a little safety. We've seen those kind of guys before, but I think he's a little bit different maybe. Yeah, There's it's Juju exciting. Schuster on the screen yeah. right now. Yeah, his role is, is exciting, and it's good that he's not on the pup list. I was a little worried that he would start on the pup list, but uh, 
he's out there. Red non non con contact. Actually. Looks like 19 uh, Trace McSorley also in a red, no contact jersey here as we try to rifle yeah. through all he's of our uh, attendance. Oh right. <laughs> all, the all the quarterbacks. Hey, are it's red training guy. camp for us too, Paul. We're we're go. getting back into a, getting back into the flow here. Yeah. Uh, uh, David Andrews and James Ferenc. Some of the other linemen coming up now. So it seems like it'll be, oh, and a drone is, is flying by. So somebody's yeah, got some, we, some we good footage here. Yeah. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson. And I mean, so far it seems like, uh, you know, most of the big pieces are, are here. I would say one little bit of, I'd say an interesting nugget was uh, number 76, Calvin Anderson report yesterday that uh, he's going to start on the non-football uh, illness list, I guess, if I'm, if I'm saying that correctly. Uh, so he was at left tackle pretty much throughout OTAs and mini camp. So it's, uh, it, it puts a little bit of a question, not that they're going to get live or, or anything like that with 11 on 11s, but you know, with Trent Brown during OTAs kind of working his way back into shape, I just I wonder who's going to be at left tackle here as we, as we kind of get started. Is, is Trent Brown going to be back out there uh, with Calvin Anderson on the shelf? Yeah, I would expect to see Trent Brown. Uh, you know, at this point, he's he's already one of the you know one of the players that's made his way out there. I, I know that we talked a little bit about the, on the show yesterday about you know his social media stuff and what he's trying to do. My question with him is always about his engagement, his level of of commitment, and, and if he's if he's ready to play. But I don't think there's much question that he's the most talented tackle they have on yeah. the roster. So I think you got to let him do something to lose that before you you take it away. Need him, yeah, absolutely. Me too. I mean, just uh, Robert Kraft walking with David Andrews right now. I wonder what they're talking about. It's a good question, Fred. Yeah. I don't know. Let's see if Taxes, we can get our maybe? See if we can get our mics down there. Yeah. <laughs> Jason Hines. Trey Nixon. You know, it's a... Uh, not Trey Nixon, go ahead, Kevin. No, yeah. no, not to go go super deep on the roster, but Jason Hines and Andrews are stupor. Didn't really see anything no. from them. All last year, Stuber yeah. wasn't. I mean, I thought it was a surprise just to see Stuber at left tackle during OTAs, where it felt like he'd only played really right tackle, I believe, at, at Michigan. So it just it kind of illustrates yeah. how thin things are at, at the, along the offensive line right now for these guys. We've got another big name uh, coming out right now, which is Mike Kosicki. You're seeing him there. and yeah. I mean, talk about somebody who probably was the most active offensive piece, you know, in, in OTAs. I mean, just had a lot of catches. Seems like he's going to be a prominent part of this offense, uh, you know, kind of hopefully upgrading that spot that they had with Jonu Smith the last couple of years ago, you know, of the seat of, of, you know, 21, 22. They never really got the production out of him, hoping that Kisicki can, uh, you know, be part of a, a resurgent there with that second tight end spot. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what he looks look like with the pads come on, but he's smooth. Yeah. I mean, he can really run routes, and he's explosive up this seam. So I'm excited about Gizicki. I like 88, too. He looks good in 88. It's good. <laughs> it's good. It's a good number. I like that one, Paul. Your infatuation yeah. with what they're wearing. Yeah, you know, numbers. Never cease to amaze Hey, me. I like fashion. What are you, you going to do? Football fashion. <laughs> that's me. You are very stylish, Gizicki. <laughs> you are. Well, let's see what they get into today. You think, Paul, what, what do they always tend to do? We always start off camp. What is that uh, area? I'm gonna guess of the you're going to see some red zone. Red zone. Today. Robert like Kraft it. talking to longtime video director Jimmy D, who's uh, run the video for the team for as long as I can remember, probably 30 years now. So who else we got out here? 
Yeah, it's a good crowd, it seems like. We got the, usually I, the way I can tell is by how, how much the line is up here on the second level of the parking lot, and it's, uh, it's getting pretty full down there already, so we'll see. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's warm, but it's not stifling hot yet, and I think that's what we we're supposed to get. Yeah. You know, at the end of this, the end of this week, I think there a, a heat wave is on tap, so today might be a good day. The first day is always some of the excitement. We'll see how it goes as it goes on when they continue these workouts before they get in pads. Some of those get to be a little bit Groundhog Day-ish. Got to knock the rust off, Paul. It's, uh, can't just jump right into hitting. Somebody might, uh, might get hurt. 33. 33. Oh, that's the new Anthony Jennings. I yeah, new Anthony Jennings in 33. Had some, some number changes this year, which uh, Paul will go into in detail, of course. But I can lay him out. Uh, Jabril Peppers going back to his college. Yeah, so, well, that's uh, Anthony Jennings' yeah. college number two. So if you'd like me to do it, I'd say Anthony Jennings <laughs> has switched to 33. <laughs> Thanks, Paul. You're welcome. But no Lawrence Guy sighting yet. Not We're still... Right, matriculating onto the field here, but we haven't oh, seen and 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 we 90, 90, Hold 92, on. 92 is sneaking up the backside, but no Fred, 93. Fred sneaking likes to tell you huh? what what the uh, the the big boss man is talking about and talking to. Well, he's right now talking to Trent Brown, Robert Kraft. So um, we kind of speculated yeah, yeah. that maybe Trent isn't thrilled <laughs> with being paid right tackle money playing left tackle. Yeah, and maybe he's saying, hey. Uh, Hey, boss man, how about a little something for the effort? Yeah. So this yeah. isn't really the time for that, Trent. We're about to practice. Well, I, I kind of <laughs> and, it was, and it was a brief conversation because it's no longer. It's I kind of no have to put in place. the effort to get the bonus <laughs> exactly. for the effort. Like, did you see how much exactly. I was sweating on that Instagram shot? I, whoa. Whoa. Wow. I didn't like I that. I don't know what that was. But I didn't like that. No. Don't like it at all. Trent, Where we're going to need you this year. <laughs> Where is everybody? Uh, okay. Taking inventory. Jabril Pepper's making his way out as well here. And, uh, yeah, well, this is... Uh, I mean, it seems like a pretty light list overall for the, the pup list. Always, kind of a surprise always right before camp starts. All right, who's not going to be able to go? But, uh, you know, Anderson being being sick, uh, that's that's really the only right. you know, big one. Well, not to – obviously it's – And when you, of course. I think it's a it's a good thing that yeah. team's healthy. Guys are out here. Even Juju, who we didn't see in the spring much of, now he's back out there and healthy and, and is ready to go. He Did told the globe Taekwon he's ready to go. I haven't seen Taekwon. I haven't seen Taekwon. I was expecting to see Taekwon. I haven't seen so. Parker either. Did I miss There's Parker? There's still some guys coming. Yeah. No, no Parker yet. Um, Maybe he ran out so fast we didn't see him. because he's. Yeah, he's also fast. interesting. I don't know if look too much into it, right? Oh, so I think he's putting it on as I'm <laughs> – Christian Gonzalez wasn't wearing a practice jersey when he came on, but I think he's literally putting it on as we speak. Okay. So. Good to got know. Some, got some vets coming out now with Jonathan Jones. Adrian Phillips up, and there he is. Lawrence Guy is uh, not holding in. Larry Guy, the All cable right. guy. So I wonder if uh, something happened they gave that hasn't been announced yet. A little something. And, uh, of course, Josh Uche, not a, a lot of eyes on him this year, built on what he did last year. Of course, Matthew Slater making his way out for his 111th consecutive camp opener. Yeah. Did Demarcus Mitchell come off? Or yeah, I guess he did because yeah. there, there he is. So yeah. that was a, a brief stay. Demarcus Mitchell also was. Uh, which one was that? Which what list was he on? I, I think he was also on uh, one of the NFI lists briefly. I mean, yeah. who was this? Uh, Demarcus Mitchell. He was and on PUP or NFI. Uh, I believe he was NFI, but he's I out there so. now. So yeah, I guess oh. he's he's out. So there's Tyquan Thornton. That's a good Tal sign. Tal is out there. The Tal owner Reek. talking with Mac <laughs> Jones right now. So. Making the rounds. Yeah. 
Shout out to the Patriots content team down there, shooting videos and getting suck TikToks. Up. Suck up. <laughs> I'm still, I, I'm still waiting for Taekwon. I still want to see Taekwon as much as I, as possible. Well, we, we saw get that him on one the practice, field, right? We got him one OTA get him, practice. Get him the ball. Year. There's Parker and Bourne. So a lot on those guys. Yeah. So, so we're just it waiting looks like for Taekwon. You're going to have all of those receivers, and that was one thing that I was yeah. sort of attendance-wise because. You know, we talk a lot about when Gesicki came out, Mike, you talked about how active he was. And yeah. I do think he'll be active, and I do think they'll use some of the two tight end sets, but I wonder how much of that we saw in the spring with by necessity. Yeah. They really didn't have a lot of options. So it's nice to see Juju and Parker and Thornton, uh, Bourne. All, those are the top four guys, theoretically, on the roster. They're all out here ready to go day one. Good sign. Well, as we talked about, I mean, I, you know, just to catch people up, we usually, I mean, th th they are the top four. They're, I mean, after them, there's, there isn't an NFL catch to be had. So, you know, as much as you need to rely on those top four guys, I also really want to see one of these bottom seven guys. You mentioned Jalen Hurd. They just signed him yesterday. I think there's an opportunity there. You never really replaced Nelson Aguilar's spot on the roster. Not to say that it's always a one-for-one, one, but, you know, you do have a little bit of room there in that room. If, if one of those guys pops... I don't think we really saw much, Evan, uh, you know, out of the rookies that we were kind of hoping maybe to pop. Ed Lee, surprisingly, from URI, local kid. Might have been he the probably best had, one. He might have been the guy I thought yeah. that did the most. Yeah. Out of Him that. or Malik Cunningham, honestly. Uh, right. Out of that secondary group of receivers, I would have said Ed Lee was the most noticeable in the spring. Uh -huh. yeah, we'll see how that translates later on. I'm not usually a guy that, uh, is that Ty loves... Taekwon's 11, right? Yeah, yeah, he's out there. He's out there. Yeah. 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 I thought you guys said he wasn't. No, no we want to see him He wasn't action. at first. Oh, 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 okay. But then he came. All right. Good. Blake Cunningham is interesting to me as well. Like, I, 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 I downplayed it when they made the signing, but so, would you hate, like, a Wildcat package with him? I would. I, I mean, You'd if Mac's it, not playing, I, I mean, only if Mac is kind of... Middling, and you, right. you need a you need a boost, right? Because that's that, that's why it would indicate that to me. I I, I suppose struggling and need something. I suppose I just think in in short yarded running situations and things like it's such yeah. an advantage. I'm with you, Evan. Yeah. I I'm 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 all for practicing it, having it ready, and then if you see something advantageous out there that hey, this is going to work against what they're showing us on defense, ha be ready with it. I I'm all for it. Me too. Sure. I'm all for Great. it. Has anybody seen Matthew Judon? No, I was just about to ask you guys that. Uh, I have not circled Matthew Judon. I have a handful of guys that I haven't seen that I assume I just missed. Yeah, me too. Uh, but I did not have Judon circled. Uh, right now they're in the stretching conditioning. Johnny Washington, 17? Anybody? Yes, he's here. Okay. Yeah. They're in the stretching portion of practice. Uh, how about 39, 41? Uh, yes, Randall. Yep. I got, yes, yes. Both those guys. Then I'm down to 66 blue. 66. Jordan. I like. I did not. I haven't who got I have, him yet. Who I have listed as one of my camp sleepers. <laughs> oh, yeah? Based on the amount of time he's been with Matthew Slater. Yeah, sort special of, teams. You know, doing that special teams thing. For sure. Uh, but not a good sign if he's not out here on day one. No. How about uh, your boy, uh, Ferkser? Ferkser? Yes, uh, I saw him. Sokol? So cool, yeah. 87. All right, then a quale. I did not 95, see right? Yeah. yeah. Yes. So 9 and 95, I think, are two guys that are sort of hanging hanging right now. 
So we saw so a good solid attendance, Freddie, for the uh, yeah. Yeah, for the opener. As as Evan said, you know, good to start off healthy. Very encouraging. Some teams don't and get I, that luck. And I think I see. Yes, I see. I see red. Nine. I see red I see sleeves red. now. Mm-hmm. I see red, and that is Matthew Judon. So that's that's him. good. That I would see him. That would have gotten the old radar up a little bit. So obviously, no Michael and Wenyu. Uh, he remains on pup. Uh, didn't see him at all this spring. No, Cody Davis. Same Cody, thing, right? Same thing. Uh, Justice Divide did come off, so we've seen him. So just really, I think those two, uh, on Wenyu, Davis, uh, and then, of course, as I talked about, Calvin Anderson, I think are the three. Uh, how about uh, Connor McDermott? He out there? Uh, yes. yes. Did we see uh, Nick Folk? Six? Because uh, I saw the other yeah. specialist. I did see, yeah, I I got did see Nick Folk. Okay. I got six. So I have, uh, as we're... Doing a little bit behind yeah. the scenes yeah, on air. How the sausage yeah, gets this made. is really yeah. interesting. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's important um, to know who's. Well, here. practice has not started. No Cody Davis, no Onwenu, no Calvin Anderson. Those are the three guys I'm missing. Okay. So, any, a, anything new that you can Anderson. see as you look around the grounds? Anything added to the, you know, I see this. Uh, did they always have this corner uh, clock in the far corner of the. Yeah, they've had, they've had that for. Uh, they have at least a season. Well, yeah. it's definitely here in the spring. Yeah. Okay. Don't ask me about last summer because I would have told you we didn't even do shows. <laughs> okay. Uh, but yeah, I was here in the spring, and I think it is relatively new, Freddie. I think yeah, you are correct. You know, one one of the things that they started, I think it was, uh, I don't know if it was just spring or maybe last year, but no longer do we have the video guys up on these cranes. Oh yeah. Uh, like they did in the past. That's all remotely done now yep. in, inside the building. Uh, they have the cameras, but you wouldn't even know it. Uh, the cameras are up there filming practice from different angles, but it's all uh, controlled remotely. So you don't see these guys on these cranes that are like waving in the wind anymore. <laughs> I don't know how they it's did a, it. It's a scary job there. Yeah. Well, technology. Yep. Helping everything. Go figure. So that's that's something new in the last couple of years. So now we reach the point where we're here. Like, like now I'm like, okay, it started. Can we ex- can we see some football? <laughs> like that, you get itchy. Like you get to this first step of getting to camp, and then you immediately want to take that next step and start to see some competitive drills. But we'll probably have to wait. Well, we'll have to wait. But we're going to be here today. We're going to be here we ain't Thursday. Going nowhere, Freddie. We're, no. we're going to be here Friday. Where else would you be? And then we're going to be back live on Monday, which we assume will be the one of the first days of pads, if not the first day of pads. Uh, so today, Thursday, Friday, and Sunday live, you're not going to miss a thing if you hang on with us on Patriots.com and, and on YouTube. Uh, it, you know, we'll, we'll bring you everything we see. And then afterwards, Paul will do his blog observations and Evan and Mike will have their updates. We'll have photos from camp. We'll have videos from camp. Just stay with Patriots.com and Patriots social accounts and you cannot go wrong. You will have everything we have. You will be the most knowledgeable Patriots fan there is. You totally caught me off guard with that. As you transitioned, you said, and then Paul will have. Oh, I, thought got sure, for a second. I thought for sure something like <laughs> snarky was coming. Paul's got a one-on-one with Bill Belichick. Yeah. After, yeah. We're, we're going to have Paul's a. Paul's going to go and do his shows <laughs> on his station. We're going to have a nightly 60-minute uh, variety show with <laughs> yeah, Paul as the host. That's what I was waiting for, something like that. Carol Lawrence and Cal Burnett will be his guests the first it's week. Vicky Lawrence. Oh, Vicky Lawrence. Is, is there a Carol Lawrence I don't somewhere? Think so. no? Well, I mean, I'm sure somewhere. Jennifer Lawrence. Is there a Jennifer? There is a Jennifer There is a Jay Lawrence. There's a Johnny Lawrence, too, and that's, yeah. that's, a, that's a scary one. Unless so, do we ever find 66 in blue? 
let me check the you call. I should say, too, Mac Jones and uh, Matt Crow are going to speak after practice, so that'll be... Uh, yeah, we'll have that live. Uh, I assume Matt Crow will be asked a lot of questions, you know, on the D-hop uh, interest and Jack Jones and, you know, personnel type of questions. So that might be an interesting press conference. Yeah. Don't know what he's going to answer, but um, that'll be must-see. For I got pages. you, Paul, 66. Okay. And then, of course, Mac Jones will be live. I'm not sure if I'll be the one to ask Macro the question, but did you want to lowball DeAndre Hopkins, or is that just your boss? Please, please don't be that person who asked that, that question. That will not be you. Yeah. Well, it is what it is, right? It's with the team. I just really do wonder, though, like, does he, like, what is his philosophy, right? Like, what what is his opinion on oh, on all of opinion? Yeah. Well, yeah. You know, what, what never know. I, I think one of the questions that a lot of people would want to know is how much does ownership get involved in a situation like that? Or are you, are you left to your own devices? Is it up to you guys? You know, is it, but also, is it bill or is it right? You know, like, well, I, I'm going to speculate here that, I mean, based on how in my experience, things have worked that if you really want a guy, uh, then you go to the man with the money and you say, we really want this guy. We want to extend. And, you know, then the owner can, most probably say if you really want him, you you got him. I'm gonna guess that the, they didn't want him that bad. They didn't want him enough to go to no. the owner and say, you know, we we need to, to up this offer a little bit. I think I think based on what he said, you know, what you kind of heard afterwards of what the Patriots. I mean, Mike Reese reported this that they were a little worried if he wasn't. You know, of course, a lot of their contracts are incentive laden. He's not on track to meet those incentives. I think that there was worries about. Are we going to lose the player? Is the player going to be like unhappy and be a disruption and then, you know, a whole problem? So, you know, right or wrong for, you know, whatever you believe, like, I think that that is what they're getting out there of what their hesitation was to, you know, maybe try to pony up but that extra money. Not to lead off on a negative note because it is a day one of training camp. We should be excited. <laughs> but the incentives in the contract, you make in that bed yourself. Like, if you are worried about him being unhappy with the fact that he's not on pace with his incentives, then don't tie up all of his money in incentives. Right. And that was my issue. Right. I, I, I really think, you know, we talked about it before, the whole pecking order, the economics of what each player is making in the locker room, what effect that has when you bring in a guy like Hopkins. You've already signed Schuster to a number. You've got, you know, Parker at a number. Um, other players in the locker room, what they're making. I think that's important to Bill. I think he's aware of it. I think, um, you know, uh, in his mind, he knows what each player should be making on that pecking order, and I think they didn't want to disrupt that. Uh, I think that was a big part of it. So, like, you could justify it with incentives, but to just hand the guy a guaranteed, you know, money that's like 15, 16, they weren't going to do it. Yeah. Well, it's. I mean, it's. It's funny how it works out because in a, in a few weeks we'll be down in Tennessee and we'll get to see the you know, yeah. Hopkins up close. What now, that react you know? like? You know, are the, is there hugs between him and Bill? Like, what is that like? Yeah, so you know? yeah. yeah. Or is you know, is, is Hopkins motivated to to put on a show at practice and you know say, hey, this is what you missed out on, or is he not even dressed? Who knows? You know, yeah. it's it, it, it's going to feed the narratives one way or another depending on. on I how just feel goes. like he could have helped the Patriots, and I think he could have stepped in and been the number oh, one no, receiver. No doubt. Yep. What he does in Tennessee really is very of very little interest to me. Um, he could go there and blow up and be great, or he could get hurt day one of training camp and not play all year. To me, it doesn't change the narrative. Like I think he could have helped the Patriots have been their number one receiver. Right. 
and we'll never know. So Paul, Paul is uh, positioning himself so when people, when he doesn't have a good season, people say, see, it's a good thing they didn't sign him, <laughs> right? Oh, no, that could happen. He could. He doesn't, yeah. if he has a bad season, right. everybody's going to say no, that. Yeah. yeah. But I don't know what would happen if he signed here. Is right. My point. Right. No, I'm, I agree. I, I wanted to sign him. I so mean, what do we got going on here? We got a little bit of a confab between some of the offensive and defensive players. Well, um, others looking like the some of the bigger guys, right? Yeah, yeah it looks like Moses, Mo Cabrera, Moses Cabrera is leading it, who is the head of uh, strength and conditioning. Yeah, so this is a little different. Haven't seen this look much. This might be, remember in the spring they were doing those, whatever, calisthenics or whatever you want to call them. I wonder oh, if yeah, this they, is they this got is the weights all, ready to get pulled too. The big guys are are on their own thing, but this is all yeah skill okay. players, quarterbacks, yeah that type of thing. Right. That was Moses in the middle, right? Yeah. Yep. Moses in the middle. Moses in the middle. Malcolm in the middle. What do you think of practice now, Moses? <laughs> he then parted the huddle and walked right through. Right. <laughs> Jack Jones just out there participating like he's here. Nothing. Getting used to it. Yeah, probably not going to talk to the media, but I guess we'll uh, we'll just have to see. Yeah. His, well, I would like to talk about it, but I can't. Yeah. <laughs> his his next uh, event is August 18th. Is that correct? Yeah, I believe so. And during joint practices with the Packers. So maybe he's not a part of that trip. Maybe he kind of joins later. But, I mean, as we talked about on the show, and I think Evan brought it up, was do you invest time in this guy during training camp right knowing that you know you you might not have him like i think that there's a possibility i'm sure the patriots know more than we do as far as what the nfl is thinking about if you know he might get suspended or anything like that or what the possible outcomes might be from that next court hearing but well it'll be interesting to monitor his reps when, when is he on yeah. there who is he with because that's for, what my for exactly yeah. that point for exactly I mean, that point like he was all over the place in, in, in OTAs. I mean, he had a couple of interceptions one day. Yep. I mean, he just, he looked primed to have a really good second year as a, you know, a, a, an outside rotational corner between him, Gonzalez, Jonathan Jones, that you had three guys. And, you know, Mills is kind of now in the middle of that, which I think is, is a valuable thing to have with the uncertainty. Um, you know, so they, it just, it gave them that really valuable third outside piece to, to kind of keep guys fresh, to not have to worry about, overextending on Gonzalez and putting too much on his plate. So they certainly could use the player, and I think that's the, the, the biggest bummer of, of all of this situation. For my money, he was the best player on the field in the spring. Yeah. I so at, at some point, you talked about Mills, Jonathan Jones. If those guys have to get ready to play outside corner because Jack Jones isn't going to be there, that this is the time to get him ready. Right? That's right. You can't, you can't throw yeah. – I mean, look, J John Jones has played a ton of football. Jalen Mills has played a ton of football. So if you come to them after August 18th and you're like, we got to kick you back outside, then no I don't think it's the end of the world. But you would just like to see, especially with Christian Gonzalez being a rookie, him getting acclimated and understanding with the with the same guys. Yeah. You want to see some continuity. Especially with communication being such a, a thing in yeah. the secondary. No, McCourty. They're spinning, right? That's right. part of it, too. I mean, he was probably a key piece of that communication. And. You know, a defense that spins the dial as much as they do and has guys lining up in different positions is it's it's really vital that everybody's familiar with each other and can talk and yeah. you know, knows what, what, what everything means and Yeah. Uh, yeah. Belichick yesterday at his press conference talked a little bit about that. It was it was on the heels of Juwan Bentley and that, that whole conversation about the extension, but he mentioned the communication without Devin McCordy and how Bentley is gonna take on a little bit more responsibility, but 
he didn't mention anybody in the secondary no. for who's going to make the checks back there. Right. And that's going to be an interesting thing to see is that who is that? Is it Adrian Phillips? Is it Kyle Duggar? Like usually it's not a, a corner that that's making those types of adjustments, but Jonathan Jones certainly has the most experience in the defense. Yeah. So who's going to be the one that does that? Because whether his actual physical play was declining or not over the last couple of years, Devin McCourty had that group on a string yep. every single week, and that Low was extremely valuable. So I, I think Adrian Phillips is a really interesting player uh, for me because I think he was such a you know kind of a darling 2020 2021 when he, he you know it was such a great fit and he was that versatile safety they love and was able to do a bunch of things and you know I think last year the question for me is how much did having to go to special teams, I think when Cody Davis got hurt, he took over, you know, a larger amount of special team snaps. And it seemed like, you know, it looks on paper like he had a little bit of a dip as far as safety. Wasn't as productive as a safety. So was that because he was kind of having to do more on special teams or is he kind of a guy that now is, is, is on the back end and, and is maybe, maybe fading? I would hope that he's still got that ability to play safety. And, and if that's the case, I think he could certainly be the guy who's super smart on the back end that can get everybody on, on the same page, played a high amount, not a high amount, but a significant amount of free safety snaps last year. So I think he's got a little bit more of that uh, maybe than, than Duggar or, or Peppers has. Yeah, I mean, your guy Peppers played better than him down the stretch on defense. Yeah, he, at absolutely. Least more impactful totally. on, on the ball. And now you got you know, Marty Mapu, wherever he ends up playing, if it's safety, if it's linebacker, it's probably going to be at the second level regardless of what position they truly call him. So that's another guy that could take away reps or snaps from yeah. Adrian Phillips. So I love Adrian Phillips. I think he's a, a good leader in the locker room. I think he's a yeah. guy that that's a little bit of a dark horse to be a captain yeah. this year, potentially. Sure. But they've leaned so much into that, keeping those types of veteran guys around the last four or five years that I, I can't see it necessarily being a, a a true cut candidate, but it is somebody that you, you look at and you say, I have a lot of bodies at that spot. Yep. He's on my surprise list. If yeah. Josh Bledsoe comes yeah. on too, and, yeah. and he ends up being somebody that can factor in, it's, yeah. we'll see. That's why he's so interesting. Everything you laid out, it's, uh, it seems like it could go a bunch of different ways with him. Belichick was spending a little time, one-on-one -on -one time with Ty Montgomery. Yeah, he's with the now he's, offense. Now he's with the offense. I, I think Ty Montgomery is, is another guy. You talk about wild cards. I mean, every practice I've seen Ty Montgomery play in, he's heavily involved. He looks like he knows what he's doing. He looks fast. He catches the ball well. When they were running the wide zone stuff a lot last year, he looked the most comfortable to me in it. He only got him in one game, suffered a couple injuries there toward the end of training camp and into the early part of the season that cost him the whole season. But, you know, it's hard to try, try to, like, trumpet a guy who, I don't know, what is he, year seven, year eight, right. uh, you know, and say, oh, he's going to be a breakout guy. But, I just can't ignore every time we've watched the practice that he is heavily involved yeah. and seems like part he's of the He's a plan. funny guy. He's a, I, I think that I, I would be funny how I would be uh, equally uh, sort of non not surprised if he is a huge part of the offense or if he's cut. Yeah, like it would not really stun me either way. That that wide of a gap. Yeah, because of the reason why you just said, Mike. Yeah. It's I think it's you have to go back to 2016. To the only time of his career that he had 800 scrimmage yeah, yards. Right. It's um, and the reason for that is not because he can't play; it's because he hasn't really been able to stay healthy mm -hmm. and remain a part of a team's nucleus on offense. And yeah. I think we saw that last year. I, I agree with everything Mike just said. Every practice that we've seen, he looks like he knows what he's doing and he looks effective doing what he's supposed to be doing. But 
you know, unfortunately it's for been him, five years. Yeah, it's been a while since he's been really a, a an impact player in the league. Yeah, I'm I'm with you, Paul. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised either way. Yeah, and I do think that he has the ability, and I think it gives um, I think it gives Belichick and and, and Bill O'Brien a, a luxury in that he can provide depth at both spots. Yeah, you know, you don't want a guy who's like your front line guy is a is a, is he, well, he could play either one, you know. Yeah. That way, if he gets hurt, you lose two spots. But if if he's like the fifth receiver and the third running back, that's kind of a valuable thing to have sure. if he could do those jobs equally effectively. Yeah, and he Bill O'Brien loves empty so much. He loves to go five wide empty, and now you have a piece in Ty Montgomery who can play back running back or receiver based off of defensive personnel, based off of how they line up. Like all of a sudden, you could motion him back into the backfield and run the ball, or you could motion him out. We used to see them do that all the time with James White, Shane Vereen, yeah. you know, guys like that. Find a matchup out wide right. and get him on a linebacker. Is he? We've talked a little bit about, too, the, the jitterbug quick slot guy that Bill O'Brien, McDaniels, that they all, they've all really amplified. He might be one of the quicker guys on the team, so is he somebody that starts running some routes from that number three spot in the slot, the juke routes, the option routes over the middle of the field? I think that there's a lot of creativity that you can have with the formations and the flexibility that he gives you. Yeah, and worth pointing out too, right now he's warming up with with the wide receivers. So, oh yeah, you know, no, he's he's just, definitely a wide receiver. Yeah. I just don't know um, if he could stay healthy. But um, my guess right now, you know, day one, I'm going to be on the optimistic side and say that that he a lot of the things that Evan just talked about, he's that's what the plan is, and that's what he's going to open the season doing. Yeah, hopefully he can stay a part of it because I do think he provides some value there. Enjoy him watching a little bit of Juju too. I mean, we mentioned he he wasn't out there for any OTAs or mini camp, and you know, having just Jacoby Myers established such a level of consistency the last few seasons, and you know, wasn't the most explosive, you know, dynamic. Oh my gosh, you know, blow your mind with with all these crazy plays, kind of a catch, but he's just consistent there. Third down, gotta have it moments. Jacoby came down with with plenty of those and and tough catches too. So. What's that trade-off look like? Yeah, big going yeah, big from Jacoby to, to Juju. Yeah, yeah you it's, can uh, you can you can already tell that he's going to be that guy in practice that kind of brings the energy. Uh, he was over by the crowd just before, you know, revving them up, and they were reacting to him. You know, he's that guy that he he, he likes to have fun, and um, so he'll be kind of like that Cam Newton guy, dancing and and getting his teammates. Him, oh. him and Kendrick Bourne. Yeah. But, that, it, that's but you the need that guy. Point. You need that guy. That's the tipping point for the offense. It's Juju and Kasiki going in for yep. Myers and yeah. and for Johnny. Johnny. If they can be better than those two guys, then maybe this offense does end up being better than we think. Yeah. And how do you guys? What do you guys think with Marcus Jones this year? I mean, what do you? How do you think his involvement is is going to be in terms of offense, defense? I mean, obviously he's going to probably return punts. That's probably a pretty easy bet, but. What do you think they're going to do with, with Marcus Jones? I think that's another one that's sort of reliant on Jack Jones. And back to the conversation that we had um, at the start when they came out, we were doing attendance. Because if Jack Jones and Christian Gonzalez are your surefire starting corners on the outside and Jonathan Jones can play in the slot, and now you have some depth with Jalen Mills with the rest of the safeties that we talked about, then there's not really that urgency to have Marcus Jones be a huge part of the secondary and I think that frees you up. I don't think ideally you want to do what you did last year in a couple of games and have him no, taking but, significant snaps in all three but, phases. But yeah. I, look, I look at Marcus Jones as sort of like a specialty player, yes. even even at cornerback. I look at him like, you know, I agree. when you're playing Miami and you need someone to just stick with Tyreek Hill, not necessarily 
you know, oh, bat down passes, but just I don't be on his much, but just be with him so that when he makes the catch, there's not a lot of extra yards. I, I see him playing, a, you know, uh, being that speed corner that sticks with other guys speed. Uh, obviously, he's going to return punts. I still think that they'll use him from time to time on offense, um, you know, just throw him in there from time to time. But I, I hope that that's not. A big role. For yeah, him. I like the yeah. idea of him not having to play right. a lot of corners. Right. It's 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 and then he can play offense if he needs to, and he's and he's he's a special. I like the, when you started. I was really on board to how how you said like a sort of a specialty. Yeah. At all of them. Yeah. But I don't. I don't. I'm not sold on his ability to be a corner no? in this league. I, I think he's too small. Yeah. Well, well certainly against Matt Collins last year. Yeah. You're the not, Raiders, you, they were you don't want him you don't want him down the edge. You know. I think he 50, chases. 50 I think he chases a lot. That's yeah. all. I, I mean, I. I, it's a hard job. I mean, that slot corner stuff in that league. I mean, it's it's, it's really, really hard. hard. Yeah. Like, and he was a rookie, and I, you know, I I certainly am willing to watch year two jump and see how much more comfortable he looks uh, as a secondary yeah. guy. But he's just never going to be taller like, than five eight. Right. I like the like. idea of him sort of being. Oh yeah, we can use him at corner in a pinch if but, we need him. But I don't know. Maybe you know Evans, our film guy. But you know, is there a role for a guy who, you know, sticks with your speed guy? Um, and as if he, he, if he does, as, yeah. but as he travels through zones, he gets help in, in the various zones. Yeah. Yeah. Know? Or in, you know, more times that the help would come from, from man, you know, but like, I think that the thing is, is with him is that he's going to, to Fred's point, you're going to match him up against guys. You're not, he's not going to have to go and, and run outside with T Higgins, like in a no. week to week basis. Yeah. So if he's in the slot, then if you're playing a team that uses guys that are bigger slot receivers, then he's probably not your slot corner that way. Exactly. But if you're playing guys that have, you know, the quicker slots or the speed slots and those types of things, then I, I agree with Fred that I think that he can be an effective player there in a lot of ways. I think he's got a great, great, maybe the best possible guy to learn from in Jonathan Jones of how to use four, three speed and on defense and how to cover guys. You, with your speed being an advantage. And I think Jonathan Jones is a little bit bigger than him, but it's not like Jonathan Jones is four or five inches taller. He's I think an inch and a half taller, maybe. So I think that it's similar. And I, I think he's going to be a defensive player. I think Marcus Jones wants to be a corner. I don't think he wants to play receiver. And ideally it goes back to all the conversations we had all off season about the receiver position that that's something that you have. It's like a trick play. Like that's something you have in your back pocket. If you're relying on Marcus Jones, having to be this explosive playmaker for you on offense, it's probably because the other guys aren't making plays. I agree. And I don't want to rely on that either. Just like, I don't want to have to rely on a wildcat package with an undrafted rookie. Well, you use the word rely in, in, I I don't want it. Yeah. We're not. That tells me that my offense is struggling and needs something. Neither I or Evan said rely on it. It's just something that you have. Like when you think, this could work here. You've practiced it, and, yeah. and you're ready it's to go. It's semantics, and we I, don't have to get bogged yeah, down in it. But my point is, if your offense is good, you're, you're not looking at some other way to move the ball. I just, that, that's I, my point. I just look at the Cam Newton year and how effective they were in short yardage because the quarterback's legs were a factor. That's, that's all that I, I look at. I mean, they were a really good red zone rushing team in the Cam Newton year, as bad as they were in other areas. In, they were really good in that area yep. because the quarterback... He was, he was effective running the ball, there's the, no doubt about they're it. They are playing 11-on-11, 11 11, right? And I think if you don't have a fullback, those third-and-ones, and you're not going to have a lead blocker uh, to, to lead the way, it just... 
it allows you in a numbers advantage that you don't normally have with Mac. And I, I think that that can be a factor, not something that you do, you know, 15, 20 times a game, but something that you do two or three, if that, then that, who knows? Maybe it can be a factor. Uh, just a just a couple uh, observations here. What do you got, Michael? Uh, I got I got Marty Mapu and and Jalen Mills are with the safety group warming up, and Hate I have that. Steve Belichick is uh, is working with the safety group as, as it seems like he's coaching them up right now. So, just a couple uh, little personal. Yeah, they're, they're actually uh, you know they're down a coach uh, because Brian Belichick uh, suffered an injury during the off season, so I don't think he's out there. And I don't think he'll be out there. Uh, so, they, you know, they're down a coach there in the in the secondary. And I believe Steve uh, Steve had coached the safeties yep. previously. Um, so, you know. And then they have Gerard to coach the linebackers for the time being. Yeah, so. yeah. So probably not a huge, huge deal. But just interesting, certainly with Mills and, and, Ma and Mapu kind of getting their early work. I hate that Mapu's with the safeties. <laughs> I hate it. It just... It irks my, it, it grinds my gears, Mike. Yeah. It grinds my gears. <laughs> it does. It's the same thing. He's a linebacker guy. He's a linebacker. <laughs> like, he wants to God. put his hair on fire. <laughs> this team, this team would get Matt Milano and they would make him a safety. Like it just, it drives me nuts. <laughs> like you finally have somebody that can run sideline to sideline. And when you watch him in college, and I know it was against a lower level of competition, but when you watch him in college, the kid can hit. Like, he comes downhill Shit. at the line of scrimmage, and he can blow people up. They're like, go watch him at the Senior Bowl if you don't want to watch him at Sac Sacramento State because you don't think it was good enough football. Like, he's coming downhill oh, yeah. and blowing up Shoulder. wide zone and all sorts of stuff. Like, he he's a physical kid. I don't know why. I mean, look, if he plays box safety and he plays the, the Adrian Phillips role or the Jabril Peppers role, then I guess it's semantics. Like, he's he's playing at the second level I either way. I think that's probably They're just they not going to play him at first and, first and and second down mostly, you know, on as a linebacker. Which yeah, unless, troubles me because that's you know. when teams run option football. Yeah, like, that's right. when read option comes out. That's when RPO comes out. Yeah. RPO and read option stuff typically is not – you're not running that on third and eight. That, that's right. what you run on first and ten. So if he's not going to be out there for all three downs, then what, you're misusing it. Like, yeah. then what, what's the purpose? I mean, is there something to be said that maybe it's uh, about learning the defense from the back end first and, and, you know, maybe it's starting him there for a certain reason and maybe not necessarily closing the book uh, on him potentially moving the linebacker full time? Maybe. I, I just – this is my thing. I just – I don't think they're going to play him at, at middle line. I think you're totally right. And, and one of the biggest problems, too – I feel like is they play so heavy, and with that two-gap style, with no penetration, it, you know, when teams I feel like can take advantage of that, and I, I think teams have been taking advantage of it. I mean, last year in, in the the Buffalo game here, the Bills didn't really run for like six yards of carry or anything or like that, but they were getting yeah. four, three, four, five at a time, just because they were just slowly gradually moving the line of scrimmage and there was no penetration in the backfield and he's just somebody that we saw it in the spring that when he sees it and he can just come downhill like a missile then he can make plays all over the field and I, I just want to see him at the second level so I guess it's semantics like if they end up using him as that box safety that right. hybrid linebacker safety position right. that they have in their defense then so then whatever if he's not working with the linebackers then i guess it's fine but i, I just i wanted him thinking like a linebacker uh -huh. i want him out uh -huh. there playing like a linebacker yeah I, where he starts really isn't as important as where he ends up after the ball snapped you know and you know we talk about big nickel or whatever you want to call that position he could still perform those duties evan you know yep so we'll see i you know we 
we're, have high hopes for him with third round pick. Um, I mean, he was one of the darlings of OTAs just because he was, you know, like you don't want to get too enamored with what happens without pads or anything like that. But, but he just, you know, when you see these rookies come out here, some rookies look overwhelmed. Some guys, you know, they don't do anything. You're like, was that guy even out there? But he was one consistently out there getting reps, getting opportunities. And uh, it'll be nice to see when the red jersey comes back because I think as Evan alluded to, he hits. Like, he puts his shoulder into guys like you wouldn't believe. And, I mean, I know it's, uh, you know, FCS level, but he uh, he's turned some heads down there at the Senior Bowl. Yeah, and I think that's probably where the, the Patriots – uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> so um, this first practice, so, you know, it'll be more of a walkthrough type practice. There's no pads today, not even shells. Uh, and they'll slowly ramp up until the point where we expect on Monday they will have pads on. Uh, I think, you know, CBA rules don't allow pads. It's not a Patriots thing. Oh, we're right. not going to. You can't. Even if Belichick wanted to put pads on day one, he couldn't. This is part of the acclimation period. Yes, yeah. that's a good point that you bring up because I know that in, in recent years, there's been, I won't say a lot, but there's been some talk among the media, among the talk shows and whatnot about, well, Belichick's lightening up on him as he's getting older. He seems to be camp is easier I, I don't think it's all by design some of it is some of it I think that they, they've sort of um, try to revolutionize some of their training methods and getting the players off their feet a little bit more but this um, early acclimation stuff is CBA mandated they yeah. have to be like Fred said no pads the first two days um, the sec the second two days they practice are in shells um, before they can even start to get uh, into the equipment and then I think it's something like they can't be in pads more than three days in a row. Um, every yeah. five days you have to have an off day. So I think that what Soft. happens, once those things start to pile Back up, in my day. you know, <laughs> right. um, some, of the, uh, some of the football experts yeah. chime in and tell you Bill's going soft on them. Yeah. Yeah. Has right. high school right. followed suit, Paul? Double sessions. The double sessions still exist? Yeah. Is um, high school is stringent about no pads and all that? So, right. they, yeah, they can't be in pads um, for, I think, the first full week. Yeah. I think it's six full days on the field without pads. Okay. Um, and they do have, uh, and, and I should point out, the Patriots and all NFL teams are allowed to do two practices in a day. Um, they can't both be padded, um, and, they, and they're limited to a total of four hours. Um, so they could go two hours in pads if they wanted to, go in, you know, sort of rehab, whatever, watch the film, whatever they want to do, and come back out and do two more hours unpadded, uh, if they so choose. And, and I think that they do walk through sort of tempo in the afternoon that's not open to the media, not open to the public yeah. um, on, on occasion. But just I know a lot of people are like, in my day it was two-a-days. So <laughs> well, Fred and I were around when they did two-a-days at Bryant College. The two practices were never both padded. No. One of them was always in pads and one of them wasn't. Right. Now, back in the day when we used to get to watch both practices. Yeah. And <laughs> Get to. <laughs> get to. <laughs> yep. More like had to. <laughs> there was that morning and afternoon session. And, and, and to be honest, a lot of us, we, we would uh, really divide that up. And some of the outlets would just say, can you do me a favor? Let me know who died. Yeah. You know, if, if someone dies, can you let me know? Because they would be writing. Oh, man. I, that's some of my, I, don't, I guess I call them fond memories. But when I had double sessions my first year of, of playing football, it was when I actually discovered the Gatorade powder, like everyone's had regular yeah. Gatorade, but the Gatorade powder that you mix with water is an art to it. And oh man, I couldn't believe I had to go back on the field after that morning practice. It was just so hot, you got a headache. 
guzzling that powdered Gatorade, like, you know, and it's probably way too sweet. Not enough water, but, yeah. oh, I man. I never got a good mix with the, the powdered <laughs> water to it's ratio. An it's, it's an, an art to it. Can I, I have a little observation, Bye, though. Jay, we they, didn't do the Gatorade. They, they used to, what bread, does they, thine they used to give us They used to give us salt pills. Oh, I didn't, salt pills with yeah. dehydrate? I didn't do that. Yeah. Does that not make sense it, it, at all? It was the worst thing for you. Like yeah, I don't, think, I don't think the scientists want you yeah. to do that anymore. <laughs> well, no, yeah. well, in... This is another one of those Paul things that he knows just a little bit about and probably is going to get it all wrong. But when you are sweating, you need to replace some of that that sodium that you're losing. Right. That's what was the theory behind that salt pills. That was the theory behind salt pills. Like it's not necessarily dehydrated like salt's going to dehydrate you. And, and but obviously you don't want to just be like downing salt. Like chips when you're at the beach are always something that... You know, a bag of chips, yeah. potato chips, yeah, just to get a little of the sodium in you to replace what you're sweating. But yeah. go ahead, Evan. I, I think I know what you're going to say. What do we say. got? What do we got? Anything? I, do you? I, I don't know. I don't know. Go ahead. I don't, I don't think. Know. I don't I'll tell think. you. I'll tell by, you. By looking at his face, I don't think he knows I don't what think he's going to say. I, I just, a couple of weeks ago, I went to Mac's uh, charity thing with the Boys and Girls Club, YMCA or whatever, and I noticed it then, but it's in good shape. Yeah. Looks like he's oh. in really good shape. Like, low-key... Low Fit King status, different, I think. Different, huh? You I think, think for Max, uh, he looked interesting. Seeing him up close at the at the event, he looks swole, like not just yeah. like That's skinny. Interesting. Evan, wow. body, body change, interesting. Uh, I, I think that his body on that a couple years ago, because I, I, you know, it's it's a uh, best shape of my life season, right? I, I think he looks fitter now than he did last year and that was supposed to be the big you know yeah, oh Mac lost, the Mac lost weight he stopped eating ice cream like that all came <laughs> last year last off season all the t- his teammates saying oh he lost the gut I, I think he's do we in know even better that, shape now. do we know if he has you know his own trainer or is he just going yes. through uh, uh, football just yeah. making it up as he goes he, he has his own team I mean all, all oh, these yeah. quarterbacks do uh, it's not just him so that was not what I thought you were going to say but I, I this is an observation that, that uh, you know we've talked about sometimes certain guys are with you know the top kind of group and right now it's kind of the top offensive weapons you know you got hunter henry gasicki uh the usual suspects you would expect to be there parker Bourne, thornton but also um demario davis is the is the only rookie here that's with this group everybody else is sorry douglas uh is the only one here you know with max so you know take from it what you will uh ty montgomery's all all, over there as well uh with pierre strong so those three guys are you know, maybe some names you, you, you might be interested to hear. So, as you see, we, uh, we've had to turn off our video cameras per rules. Uh, oh, but we have that state. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I want to wow. tell, this is a good time to tell people that Bridgestone is the official tire of the New England Patriots and proud partner with Sullivan Tire, New England's headquarters for quality Bridgestone tires. Visit SullivanTire.com to find a location near you. I think this might be a good time to take a break. Sure. Uh, and when we come back, we'll give you everything that we're seeing here at Patriots Training Camp. Finally, a phone plan that puts you in charge. Introducing the new My Plan from Verizon. Control what goes into your plan and what stays out of it. Get exactly what you want, only pay for what you need. Get My Plan at your Verizon store today. It's your Verizon. Patriot Place is the region's number one shopping, dining, and entertainment destination. Shop your favorites, including Vineyard Vines, Express, Bass Pro Shops, Petco, and more. Enjoy dining at one of our 19 restaurants, including Six String Grill and Stage, Scorpion Bar, and Bar Louie. And don't forget about the entertainment. Explore your inner artist at News Paint Bar. Watch a movie at Showcase Cinema Deluxe. Or grab a controller and start gaming at Helix Esports. For a complete directory listing, please visit patriot-place.com. How did Verizon build the fastest 5G in the world? 
We started by building it right with 5G Ultra Wideband. Then we gave it massive capacity and near zero lag. And it's not just fast, it's 25 times faster than today's 4G networks. This is 5G built right from the network more people rely on, only on Verizon. 5G Ultra Wideband available only in parts of select cities. Global claim based on open signal independent analysis. 25 times analysis by Ookla's speed test intelligence data Q2 2020. When someone accidentally threw away the school play costumes... Oh, no! Replacements were shipped with FedEx. And with picture-proof of delivery, everyone could focus on the perfect opening night. FedEx, where now meets next. For residential delivery only. In sports, if you think joy only happens after you win, think again. Look at the world's most successful athletes like Serena Williams, Brooks Kepka, and Alex Morgan. They don't spend all their days grinding away. They take time to enjoy themselves, like getting together with friends over a Michelob Ultra, because they know that happiness is the key to winning and that joy is the whole game, not just the end game. Michelob Ultra, 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. AB Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Live from Patriots Training Camp, this is Patriots Unfiltered. Presented by Toyota's official website for deals, buyatoyota.com. Hey, Patriots fans, if you want to see Toyota's best offers, including those not seen on TV, go to buyatoyota.com. It's Toyota's official website for deals. From the official vehicle of the New England Patriots, Toyota, let's go places. All right, well, we are back. It's Fred Kirsch, Paul Perillo, Mike Dussault, Evan Lazar, high above the practice fields at Patriots Training Camp. We are live, 2023 training camp. And uh, right now, uh, Mac is leading the uh, skill position players in some uh, red zone drills, um, doing some passes. Same thing going on on the far side of the field with, uh, with Zappi. Defense is to our left. Uh, I don't know what they're doing. Um, they're doing same, same stuff. Yeah, they're doing the they're same stuff. They're preparing defensively for from the zone. other side of yeah. the uh, the yeah. ball. Right. But right now, you know, uh, I I heard Evan saying uh, Mac dropping dimes. Is is that yeah, a, this is the time to drop air. dimes against air? If you're not dropping yeah. dimes here, you're, you're probably yeah. a JV high school team. Uh, <laughs> well, right. But <laughs> I'm always he does look good against against yeah. Aaron yeah. seven on seven. Yeah. Yeah. Always, yeah. he's always, always. dropping I mean, times. He's, out he's an I'm, NFL quarterback. I'm always yeah. interested to see who Belichick is spending his time with, and right now he's with Mac in that group. Yep. So with Bill O'Brien, and then uh, doesn't trust Billy O, huh? No, well, not well. sure where uh, where Joe Joe Judge is at the middle of the field right now. Um, yeah, see, you know, I mean, we we saw a lot of Joe Judge with the special teams and. You know, now it seems First almost time. like they're divided divided up, and, you know, Cam Acord's working with, with the punters uh, over here. And then I'm not sure who Joe Judge is working with, but it looks like some coverage guys. So there's plenty of special teams to go around, Paul. I, I mean, you, I think you need as many coaches as you got. I think he's they involved in everything. When you're the assistant head coach and, you know, reading his bio and whatnot, like, I don't think he's just the special teams coordinator. I think he's involved in a lot of things. Yeah. I would, I would I'd wonder how many teams have three special teams coaches on staff. Like, I don't actually – it doesn't really matter how big the staff is. It's not like it counts against the salary cap or something like that to have yeah. to have a big staff. But they have three guys now basically exclusively on the practice well, field at least dedicated to After last teams. year's performance, they might need it. So, I you know, I'm, I'm one of those people that do think that special teams plays a role. 
and it's important. And you can you can certainly lose games by bad special teams play. Well, you, and you can you can win them with good special team play too, like they did against the Jets. Yeah, yeah, it's a factor. So what do we have now? Well, we're moving on to something here. Doing some punting. Marcus uh, Jones. Marcus Jones. For a special teams period, this looks like uh, looks like some shell work with the Vice guys on on one field, Vice and in, in, uh, Gunners, and on the other field, uh, it's more of the interior guys lined up uh, doing some some punt simulation, and uh, looks like Barringer and Waitman getting some reps here on the left field, the left side. Yeah, and now uh, got some hang times. Mac is still working with you know the receivers. He's got the running backs in there too, so it looks like they're doing their short yardage pass plays uh, type of walkthrough with all the quarterbacks, not just Mac. Uh, they're all in the same group in the far side of the field there, and in the middle of the field they've got the special teams. You know, they're, they're starting from. You know, how do how do you start the the play? You know, so they've got the. Uh, not cones, but they've got the markers there to make sure that the alignment on at the snap is correct. Just, just I mean, it's fundamentals. It's breaking it down and building it back up. How hard do you think this day is for the players? Like, just the first day out there, not really contact, but, I mean, a guy's in just such good shape now that this is, you know, this, this day doesn't really have much of an impact. I, I just remember from playing sports, the first day back, no matter how in shape you were, no matter how you felt, you were the exhausted. first day you were exhausted and oh, beat yeah. up. And oh, yeah. I, I wonder if it's if it's similar even for today's modern NFL athletes. Yeah. And but your, your boy uh, Douglas, by the way, taking some of these reps yeah. uh, so turning. in between Marcus Jones and, and, and Miles Bryant. Bryant. And we, we talked about, you know, how the attendance was really good and encouraging. Yesterday they had their conditioning run. And if you hadn't, if you didn't pass your conditioning run, you wouldn't be out here right now. So that's a good sign that guys came, not just without injury, but in shape. Right. And the yeah. NFI stuff sometimes is an indication of that. And someone, did you guys mention there was someone on NFI but immediately came off? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, was that uh, uh, Mitchell? Mitchell. Yeah, yeah, Demarcus Mitchell. So they so might have let him take a second shot at he, it. I wonder if he just said, listen, I cramped up. Can I take it again or something like that? And he, yeah. And yeah. he passed it the second time. Right. Were, the I saw day. them walking off the field yesterday. They looked they look pretty tired. But I saw Kyle Van Noy tweeted out that. Uh, they got a good one. Yeah, they got a good one so, in New England. <laughs> so the, some, uh, I think James White went on a podcast recently, talked about it. But basically it's 20, 60-yard sprints yeah. with, like, a 30-second break yeah. at 10. And I, I don't know if they've changed it, but that varies by position right. and yeah. by length. So so yeah. what if m most of the varying is uh, how much – when I say 20, 60-yard sprints, it's not just you have to complete it and you're all set. You have to no. do it in a certain amount of time. Correct. Yeah. Right. Each one has yeah. to be done in a certain amount of time, and they all have to be done in a certain amount right. of time. Right, right. So, in other words, your, your time to rest in between is limited. Right. Yes. And then Trent Brown's time would be different than <laughs> – you yeah, know, Ty right. Montgomery's. Yeah, time. correct. But probably totally. not as different as you would think, which is always surprising with how big those, or how well so those big guys move. David Andrews said at his press conference yesterday that a, a regular person that's in shape would be able to do the offensive line conditioning test. He said, like, if you, you know, you're a guy that goes to the gym four or five days a week, like, you'd probably be able four to do it. Four or five it. days a week? Yeah. That's a lot. I, I challenge not accepted, David. <laughs> <laughs> We did well, have uh, when I was uh, when I was doing the Patriots blog. We had one of the writers. He 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 volunteered to do it, and he videotaped himself doing it. And uh, yeah, he got sick. It was really hard. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. 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 To me, it's all about the time. 
Oh yeah, yeah just no rest. Like you just, just yeah. go. It, yeah, it's go. not like go now. Like today, I couldn't do it, it at all. But absolutely, I could have done it say ten years ago. But the time would be the issue because I'm slow. Ago? I'm I'm very slow. I'm slow afoot. Yeah, that's my problem too. I could do it from like a an endurance standpoint. Yeah. It's the speed that I yeah. I couldn't do. Now today I couldn't do any any of it. Endurance, speed, whatever. Nothing. I die. Yeah. Nothing. That was always my issue. Could, I could run for days, but I could only run it's at one fast. one speed. <laughs> I always wanted to be fast. What's it like to be I fast? I don't know. Oh. Tell us. Just to dust people, like just to know that no one can catch you. I yeah. Must be nice. So it seems like we're getting uh, maybe something <laughs> Anyways. quasi. Anyway, the special teams period is wrapping yeah. up, so we can go back to watching practice. Quasi competitive period here. Yeah. Um, so yeah, let's. Uh, Getting an early look here at the defense. Lawrence Guy back in his uh, usual spot there at the left defensive end position. Yep, and as they always do, they they always start in that red zone. Right, Paul? Yeah, yeah. there yeah. you go. This is, I think, looking forward to the question tomorrow. Going to be some run stuff, right? which they didn't do a ton of in the spring. Yep, so Ramondre in the backfield. Inside zone. Uh, Sorry, I don't know if I'm supposed to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, on this end they they gave Ed Lee a little little jet sweep. I'm still not. I still don't know what direction they're going in with the run game. Like I don't know if they're yeah. going back to the the Skarnecchia McDaniel's power schemes or if they're going to try the zone thing again. I we just haven't done enough of it, so I haven't. I can't really tell where where they're at right so now. Riley that. Riley Reef at right tackle, guys. Yeah, so Bill Murray at, uh, uh, I, I wanted at right guard in place of Michael. Owen we Wayne. mentioned it at the top, but I also I want to go back to the size of the crowd today. It's actually swelled. It's a good, good uh, size crowd. If you look yeah. at the stands, but then you look down the spine here. I mean, yeah. it is packed with people. Yeah, it's yeah. a good, it's a good solid opening day it's, crowd. Yeah. It's, it's worth pointing out too that the, the stands are one of the hottest places on earth during this. Like, it, it, yeah. there was just no escaping the sun on those seats. So I imagine that a lot of people are probably more comfortable. Yeah. I mean, I the people that got here early. Under and the I also trees think the smiling. size of that that hill over here that people like to sit on, Fred, has kind of shrunk. Yeah. In but, recent years, but that's packed. No, it is. Oh, it's definitely packed. But I'm yeah. saying I think that's necessitating yeah. a lot of the people standing, standing behind. If you look, if you look straight, that used to be hill area. If you look straight down, though, where's yeah, there's a, a lot of people, a down lot there. of people down there. So I'd say what twenty, thirty thousand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about right. Just kidding. No, but I, <laughs> I good, good, solid opening day crowd. I think though. there's like three, four thousand. Yeah. yeah. Fred likes to to uh, sort of tell you that there's five thousand every day. Today there's a good solid crowd here today. Yeah. Hey, first day at camp. That's what it's about. Yep. Get those giveaways, eat the food, free parking, no love, admission. Love the work on the running good game take. in the red zone with no pads. It's really, uh, <laughs> it's really telling. Well, I don't know how much I'm supposed to give away, but some of the things that they're doing schematically with Mac over here, this is what this is what makes me excited about having Bill O'Brien back in the building because it's not just the play designs themselves, but you can see how they like build up to the the different creative things that they're going to do uh, with. with the run game and marrying that to RPO, marrying that to play action, and that's sort of what we're seeing now. First, it started just inside runs, inside runs. Then they attach the, the the pass routes to it, and then they now they're back under center, and you can just see the sequencing and like sort of the buildup of how they're installing and, and Evan, the entire like, thing. Like everything you're saying right now is like you know that's what players want. You know, like w there's a purpose to it. They know what they're doing. We go back to last year. You think like that's what they weren't getting i feel right. like you know they just they they what, what's the plan like you last know, year it just felt like it, it, we talked about it sometimes uh, you know during the season 
it felt like how I play Madden, where I'm just like grabbing plays, right? <laughs> and it just, but here it, it, you can see, okay, we're gonna do this, and then we're gonna add this to it, and then we're gonna add that to it, and that's that's how you build up the reps and you build up the confidence and and what you're running and the knowledge in what you're running. So it, it's I would have it's so I different. I would have thought that you would have designed your own playbook for Madden. Then. I think like you're like, no, I I got my own playbook. I Elements that I pulled I from I various. I did that too. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, not to not to harp on the past, but you know, it's not like Patricia hasn't seen how offenses build up exactly how you're talking, Evan. I agree, Fred. But for some reason, it broke down. They didn't want it to work. Yeah. They never allowed it to even have a chance. Yeah. And by they, I mean the members of the offense. Yeah. Too I, many of them, anyway. Yeah. So. I, it was just a complete breakdown, and guys didn't buy in for whatever reason, and it was just a bad situation. And it will be, I mean, listen, Bill O'Brien is a good, solid offensive coordinator. The stuff that Evan t just said will happen. They will have a, a purpose, and they will, they will do a better job of setting things up and, and understanding sequences than they did last year. I don't think there's much doubt about that, but they have to go out and execute it. Yeah, I just think the point more so is just it's the building of the fundamentals and the actual actions that they're going to be using that you start here in stage one on day one and you, you really start with the basics and then you build it up and build it up and build it up to the more complex stuff. And if you don't, it, it just felt like last year that they didn't start at square one. Well, wide zone, wide yeah, zone, right. wide zone, wide zone. <laughs> that that's really it. And uh, you know they, you can see. Okay, you know this is we're going to do this, and then we're going to run this off of it, and then we're going to run that off of it. But it's not. We don't get to the second and third step in the process until we master number one. Yeah. And, and those were the things that I think they cut corners on last year. And that's what affected games. Well, know, affected I, in game. and, you know, for us, it didn't look that way because they were pro they were implementing that new scheme. Um, so it, I don't know if it was cutting corners, but it just didn't look the same because they were right right from the get go trying something new. And, and that requires reps. It, right. And it just threw everyone off. And it never looked right. No, I mean, it from didn't. The, from the second day yeah. of training camp on, it never looked right. It did not look right. Yeah. And we saw it, like, my layman's eyes. I'm, I'm no expert, but even I said, this, this isn't right. And I, you know, naively thought, oh, eventually they'll get it. You know, it's new for everyone. Eventually they'll catch on. And they never did. They never did. And, you know, I think at times they reverted back to the old ways and then kept – it was just – but again, I don't want it's to. It's a new season, 2023. We're starting over. New, new offensive coordinator. Uh, let's go. Let's go. A lot of wow. A lot of ready. A lot of zone running in that that goal line sequence. A lot of enthusiasm. Inside zone split mid. Like they were not. That was not pull the guard and come downhill at yeah. people. So that that's interesting. Might get, right. some, might get something real. Yeah. Going here. As real as you can get in shorts and T-shirts. Probably in the red zone, Paul, I'm guessing. That's my guess. Yeah, they, did, they got tired of working in that red zone. They're going right. to start working in this one. I think it'll probably be seven on seven. <laughs> I think the linemen have gone to the Inferno. So this is the stuff that you're like, do I read too much into this? Or am I? Yes. Yeah. The answer probably. to that for every single one of us. Yes, we did. Well, every single day is zone. yes. Yeah. So well, tights. Paul, it was Dante's Inferno. Now it's the Just Yates the of Hell. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, Good one, Fred. Oh, Fred workshop wow, that one. Wow, wow. Did you just come up with that on the fly? Or I did. That been all, all I, I did. Fred's the names guy. <laughs> Fred, Fred's got the names down. Yeah. <laughs> Except for sexual assault with me. That one never stopped. <laughs> oh, never God. stopped. Well, I didn't <laughs> want to get in trouble. It's not Clem's Corner? Yeah. <laughs> Clem's Corner sounds more like a convenience store. <laughs> right. Stop on down at Clem's oh, and uh, intersection by Kyle. Not a good start. <laughs> Um, Let's just hope he does that against everybody and not just Mac. Well, it's a good start for, I mean, Duggar. Like, like I know everybody, you know, the hype well, train for Duggar is strong. But say why it wasn't a good start. He's got to be better in They just said that Kyle they Duggar picked off the first pass. I didn't hear threw that. Threw it up the oh. seam, to trying to throw it up the seam to Kasicki, and, and Kyle Duggar is wearing him like a coat. Yeah. yeah. Top five defense. There you go. Yep, look at the, the bright side. Yep. Max in the shotgun. Uh, oh boy! Not good. Oh, threw, not into good. A, threw into a defensive team meeting on that. Right. Yeah. Christian Gonzalez and Jelani Tavai. Okay. In coverage. Not that we're keeping stats, but 0 for 2 for the offense. We are keeping stats. <laughs> <laughs> was that, was that, um, who was that one intended to? I don't even know. I there's a all I saw was 50 there. and 48 for I, the, in blue. Yeah. It, 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 I feel like it might have been to a lot of blue. Again. I think it was, but that's what I was trying to. Looked like he came. Are, to we, are we forcing to the new guy yeah. already? Kendrick Bourne was was wide open. So Parker Smith Schuster here um, in this set with with uh, yeah. two tights. Yeah. This is your and base package yeah. right Ty here. Montgomery. This is first and ten. And Ty Montgomery. Oh, a little there out we to go. Ty Montgomery yeah. off a nice Much pick. Much better. Nice pick by Hunter Henry. Touchdown. That's the way it's drawn up. Much That's better. That's the Patriots' bread and butter yeah. right there. Yep. See, that's a little James White route right there. Yep. You know? Crowd seems to do it. You know, Bill talking to Mac a little bit. He's oh, been, he's oh, been little, around. Uh, oh, that oh, chummy. Well, that absolutely has been something today, to uh, maybe uh, you know silence the um, you the know the darts. one the one guy who keeps saying that that's an issue. <laughs> that was the to be fair to Greg, that was the most interaction that I've seen Bill and Mac have this uh, entire it all. Up to this point, I, right? I, the spring I, and I would agree. I just don't think that much of it when you have a, you know, we've spent the entirety of the offseason talking about how exciting it is to have a real NFL offensive coordinator that you don't have to worry about. Yeah. And then Bill maybe spends some time elsewhere and it's great. Is he avoiding Mac? <laughs> is there a thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't think they're going out for dinner anytime soon, but I don't, I'm not necessarily worried about it. Was, was Bill going out to dinner with Brady? I don't, I don't think so. Certainly not at the end. Yeah. So last. In the spring, when Mac wasn't in the in the play, he was off by himself, kind of mentally going through reps. Yep. Uh, today, he's standing right next to O'Brien. You know, so it's a little bit different um, look from Mac here when he's not in the play. Ty Montgomery just makes plays in practice. There you go. He's got two tutties. All he two does tutties. is make plays. Two tutties. That's what he does. Look at the tutties. Yeah. Nice play. Who was that in coverage? Marty Mappa. Mappa. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, who was didn't have terrible coverage on the play. It was John. No. You know, good, good throw. Catch, yeah. Good throw. Good catch. He was beat, but not by yeah. not, not by a ton. And you got Zappy with with some rookies and Trey Nixon. Still got Montgomery out there though. It's see now Jack Jones. Um, you know is out there part of this group here with a bunch of other you know guys that maybe not. Um, in the uh, yeah, in the back end. Good shout out there, Paul. You know, Rodney Randall is with. Yep, we need to keep uh, our eye on him. Although um, 
Phillips is, was part of that. Who is um, Brad Hawkins, I think, maybe, 29? Yep. yep. Yeah, so that's a group of, you know, guys that you wouldn't think necessarily a part of the mix that Jack Jones was with on that rep. Yeah. Now you got Trace McSorley. So they're going, what are they going, three plays each? Yeah. And who caught that touchdown? Uh, Ferkser. 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 But when uh, when Ooh. Bill was talking to Mac, what he was, what he was talking about was the ball placement yeah. on the seam. If yep. if Mac had thrown it up and you know basically to that that spot above Kasiki, yeah. then Duggar wouldn't have had a play on it. But because he threw it, tried to throw it a little bit underneath him, that that allowed Duggar to make a play on it. McSorley throws one in the ground. Yeah, so Mac is standing right next to Billy O. I mean, not not necessarily man on an island, but certainly getting his mental reps. Daps up Mike Kasiki. And yeah, I think he just my, told Mike Kisicki. Bro, that's my bad. told me to throw it up here. I'm sorry. I that's my it. bad, bro. <laughs> I, I, I had you there, bro. You're reading lips perfectly, Paul. Oh, and 60. That's a Lumpkin. Lumpkin. Oh. I, I, I got a little eye on Lumpkin. Yeah? He can block. I mean, he looks like a, a tackle. I know. That's what there. I thought when I saw 65. I'm yeah. like, there's that tackle. Mafi. They're pulling out the tackle eligible they plays don't, already. They don't have a blocking tight end like the yeah. hunter henry and mike kosicki yep. that's not their thing yep. and if they're going to carry a third tight end which i think and they I probably will yeah and ferkser really isn't that kind of a yeah. more of an h-back yeah cis army knife type yeah yeah I, I really think if there's one guy that can have a game day role on first and, uh, and 10 from the one yard line I'll it's, say this it's good Lumpkin. coverage on the nine plays yeah. the coverage was pretty tight and yeah. that, that was you know that's probably the most difficult area for an offense to get the ball into the end zone via the, the passing game. You know, yeah, you're absolutely. That's why we start there. Real tight, ball. real tight, fi like five yard line and in there, and there's not a lot of room. But the defense certainly had good coverage on those plays. I, that's just why I, the, that type of stuff. I just you're running. There, there's no bells and whistles to any of the red zone plays. That you, maybe the little pick flat play was maybe the one that they kind of drew up something, so to speak. But. You're just throwing your basic concepts at that point, and there's there's really no space. Like, I don't know. And there's just also know. no threat of the run, right? Yeah. You know? I saw Bill uh, spend some time with uh, Steve Belichick and Gerard Mayo immediately after that session. Just a good job. Yeah, kind of debrief Tell what him, happened. Stop there. jumping all the routes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Steve's already spinning the dial. It's like, so we go in the spring. <laughs> yeah. Back to a little bit more of the special teams work. Yeah. Third of the game, Paul. <laughs> okay. Try telling that to Kansas you know City and Philly. For you, Paul, I got to do the. Uh, I got to figure out what the actual math of that is. What, what, what is the actual math of, of the special teams? It's, probably, it's actually an eighth of the game. If that. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> if, you, if you if you consider the fact that most of the special teams plays are not competitive because they end up being touchbacks, it's even less. Right. Yeah, but iron sharpens iron. <laughs> <laughs> you are you are so right, friend. You are so right. That's right. Got to establish the run. Did they do that right. We got we got to run the ball and stop the run. Be sound on on special teams. Kansas City says, "Oh man, we're doing it all wrong." If you apply enough pressure, even a rock can become a diamond. Ooh. Cameron. All right. Yeah, same kind of deal as the uh, the first special teams. They're, they're doing some the, the actual punters on the left field with vice guys and gunners and on the right side, kind of more of a simulation with the interior of the protection units. And again, same guys returning the punts. Marcus Jones, Deuce's boy, 
Douglas, Demario Douglas. That's right. Uh, yeah, is he becoming my boy? I think I, I think I'll I, I would take. Although I think Gavin already called him, so yeah, I'm gonna I defer I on know, that. I've, I've kind of pivoted to Marty <laughs> Mapu. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm pivoting away from him just on pure appearances. Yeah, I'm just gonna keep. He he, he little. Yeah, he is little. All the tweets are out about Max first pass at training camp intercepted yeah. by oh, Kyle yeah. Duggar. Right, right, right. Did they really tweet that out? Oh, uh, what do you mean? Did they really? Of course. I they thought did. we weren't allowed to do that. Oh, no, you can because the the fans are here. If it's an open to the public practice, you can tweet during practice. Oh, yeah, that's a new thing. I think it no, is always. Oh, but it's always been that way. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we the only practice. Just so you know, you you have different rules than than that. I wouldn't do that if I were you. You'll hear about it. Yeah. Well, that'll that'll certainly be out after practice too. I'm sure. <laughs> Mac, what did you see on that play? Something tells me that'll be part of like the uh, the updates on a uh, hourly basis. <laughs> well, it's, I mean, it's it's like everything here. It's uh, <coughs> you know, I think everybody wants Kyle Duggar to be the guy who gets the extension and you know is the next long-term leader of of the Patriots yeah. secondary, I guess. And so let's, I, let's, I think let's 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 frame it. Duggar poised yeah. for big year intercepts <laughs> on first play. But I think he's he's got him he's got a I think the coverage is where he needs to make the strides this year and I mean I certainly had picks last year and you know was around the ball but I think there were you know a couple many too many times that you know he just he didn't have the, the coverage that he needed so I think that's where his game needs to take another step this year. I wonder if that's usage like I, I just don't love him covering tight ends and man coverage yeah. and I know you have to use him like that sometimes I suppose but yeah. I would much rather watch him play zone and, and just play robber rolls or just people. see ball, get ball. Yeah. Like, make simplify it for him. Like, yep. just let him ball hawk, let him <coughs> chase guys down. Like, I just think sometimes when you he you put him in that man coverage role, it, it limits his playmaking a little bit. But when yeah. you allow him that freedom, he all of a sudden has all these, you know, interceptions right. and like an scoops old, like and scores. Raiders. And, Right, you know, instincts, instincts, it. and athleticism. Yeah. Those yeah. are the two things that jump out to me when I when I watch him right. play. So to Evan's point, let him showcase that. Yeah. All right. Looks Come like back. the end of the special teams portion. And this is only uh, yeah. what an hour and a half session today. Yeah. Like this this isn't going to go. This probably 20. isn't going to go much longer. Yeah. Wow. Goes by fast. Yeah, maybe coming back. Uh, where did they come back inside the twenties? What do we call that, Paul? That's a. Uh, uh, the red zone? It's a red zone. Oh, right, right. Going on, it looks like the eight-yard <laughs> line. I call it the money zone. <laughs> the money, money zone. And we got some uh, we got some old linemen here. So, again, Bill Murray, you know, filling in for a when you. Just interesting. Drafted, what, three rookies that could all, I guess, theoretically play right guard. But I just got to hope that this is a placeholder because they yep. want the rookies to earn the reps. Yep. And I, they don't want to just hand one of those guys the – the, the job or yep. the camp reps, I guess I should say. So this looks like it's uh, 11 on 11. A little bit of yeah. 11 on 11. This is, this is 11 team, and it looks like Juju's yeah. out there with, for at least the first rep, which is good. We haven't really seen him have, you know, a whole uh, lot to do because of the spring. Yep. Juju, Tariq, Bourne, Hunter Henry. So we got 11. And, and you got Trent Brown. Andre. Trent Brown at uh, left tackle. Yep. Yeah, that's Trent, Strange, Andrews, Bill Murray, Riley Reef has been the yeah yeah, and no no, no and Reef has no moved. Judon, Judon, I, I think might be uh, in the conditioning fields or maybe rehabbing with something, but yeah, wonderful. No Judon, so you got Uche in his spot. Um, 
And inside, you got Peppers and, and Bentley, the linebacker spots. See so Duggar playing that deep safety in this one. I'm sorry, that's Mac Wilson. I guess he's three. Oh, almost picked. That was Miles Bryant Miles Bryan in coverage, coverage against who? Tyquan. Tyquan. Love this defense. Yeah. <laughs> Excited. Yeah, it's uh, you know, I'm 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 not gonna overreact, but yeah. Defense all, you know, the defense usually starts at a little bit of a higher point. It's easier yeah. to yeah. destroy than create, Evan. That's my that's my <laughs> thing. Uh oh, I didn't like that. No. So this is gonna be the issue. So that was that was supposed to be an RPL. Yeah. yeah. But Mac ain't holding the flat defender, right? Like nobody's worried about him running around the corner. So Josh Uche just. He faked it, and Josh Uche was just, just like, staring at him you're like not going anywhere. <laughs> like, Right, so Mac had to kind of pull it down, reverse course, go the other way, and basically threw it away. Yeah, so you're getting Gonzalez, Miles Bryant in the slot, and, and Jay Jones. Yeah. And then the back end is, is Peppers and Doug. Huh? There you go. Juju. Yeah. Juju over the middle. A little slides in. Juju. That wasn't his first read, though. No, it seemed almost like Mac picked him up late so and then just kind of so checked, kind of checked it. Yeah. yeah, it's the only way they're really yeah. getting, yep, getting many completions. But it is like it's now you're at the four yard line. This like you, if you can't run, and on these plays, that's really hard, right. To get something or at least the threat of run. That's what like, I'm saying. Yeah, I don't mean you don't have the ability. Right, like you, you're not good enough to run it in. I mean you physically can't run the ball. Yeah. Yeah. There right. you go. That's a nice one. There you go. Kasicki yeah. pops Hunter, open. That was, uh, Hunter, oh, Hunter, Hunter Henry. Hunter Henry. Yeah. But that looked like yep. that looked like it was supposed to look. Yeah. Yep. It caused a little coverage confusion. They've been using these little splits with the like a, a stack alignment, and then that one, Kasicki was more like the inside guy, and Henry was the. But they broke the opposite ways, and that that confused the coverage. I'm on coming out there now. Still Bailey Zappy time. So, so we're continuing what? Three or four reps? Three reps? Yeah, three reps. Zappy. Zappy. I got the fever. Well, I mean, I mean, we know what we're watching right now, but if Zappy were to throw a bunch of dimes. Oh, that's a, now that's, that's a good throw a right good, there. Yeah. And a good play good by the defense. By 21. Uh, Did he get it or I think first dropped it? Yes. He hit him right in both hands. No, we got his hand in there. Evan, please. Because they always yell at me. I think it was a drop, but. I that was a good throw. We put we it right are on not his going hands. to see the replay, so <laughs> I can't tell you 100 percent. But it looks like a drop. Sappy suckups. <laughs> oh, I, I no, it was a good throw. That was yeah. a perfect I, throw. Was, Even if it was defended, it yeah, was a perfect it was, there's throw, nowhere else to throw it. That's exactly where it but needed to be. But I think he put both both hands on it. Yeah. Oh, this is the same one. thing. It just yeah. yeah. Hey, he looked quick to your boy, Mike. Yeah. Going to yeah, continue her, with her, that. Her, her. Doug, no, Douglas. So do you oh, think Doug. that was the same play? And it, and it wasn't there. It was a different play, but it's the same problem. Yeah. Is that 33, he can just crash down because he he's not afraid of Zappi turning the corner on him. And it just, if you leave that guy unblocked, then the quarterback has to occupy that guy So somehow. let's take that page out of the playbook. He yeah. really likes those sidearm throws too, huh, Zappi? He was yeah. trying to Mahomes it there. It yeah. looked like it. Yeah. 
careful. I mean, new, there's a time new, and a place for that. If the guy's coming guy at you high. Jalen heard no idea. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, how's he out there already? Love it. He can he, run, He though. looks, yeah. Oh, He's a talented, oh. talented player. Here's another defensive meeting thrown into. Yeah. I know you, you claim to them sucking up to Zappi. Yeah, right. Zappi just threw the ball in the middle of three <laughs> blue shirts. Jalen Hurd's issue is not talent. That guy just can't stay healthy. He has had significant injury after significant injury, yeah. but he's fast. He's big. He looks good yeah. on the hoof. Yeah, he can run. Can you uh, get me this second offensive line here, Juice? I would be happy to. From left to right, if, if, if I'm not asking too much. It's uh, so 64 at left tackle and... 55 oh. at left guard. That's a little timing fate, timing nice. rainbow. Nice. That was corner. a pass breakup. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, that one, they yeah. looked like they knocked away. I think it's Marcus Jones, right? Yep. So I think it was Hines and McDermott at right guard, right tackle, and it was Stuber and Yeah, so, I mean, it wasn't a bad pass by Zappi. It was right where it was supposed to be, but. Who was the center? Defense uh, was right there. I couldn't quite see that one. It's Ferentz right now. McSorley in there now. It was probably Might Matt. have been Rusey. Rusey, okay. Maybe. Oh, could have been Matthews. Yeah. Wow. McSorley completes a pass about two, year, two yeah. yards out of yeah. the end zone. That one needs to be, I think, on the other shoulder. Yeah. And I think that's one of the ones that Bill will talk about. Yeah. Ball placement. See, Fred, these uh, these guys won't remember back in the day when when Bill used to do the film sessions with us, yeah, with the media, and he used to show the difference between Joe Montana and Steve Young. That throw right there by Joe Montana would have been perfectly on the outside shoulder. Roger Craig would have caught it, turned into the end zone. With Steve Young, it's in the middle or to the inside shoulder, causing a slight hesitation and yeah. allowing a linebacker to make a tackle. Well, and there's a run play. There's a run play in the uh, you know. in the red zone. Did he actually do that? Yeah. That's it. Did Bill say that? No, did the, uh, the film? Yeah. The film thing. Oh, yeah, they showed the two plays. This is the difference. Oh. This is why we always thought differently of Steve Young than Joe Montana. It wasn't just because he was a lefty. To which I was triumphant because I always thought Steve Young was one of the most overrated guys of his <laughs> era. It's actually <laughs> funny because Tua's, like, throwing motion always looks a little bit, yeah, like, yeah. but if somebody, like, reversed, reversed it. I saw that. It looks totally normal, right? Totally yeah. normal when he throws it yeah. righty. Yeah. 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 It is true. Lefties are weird, Paul. I know. <laughs> I know, guy. <laughs> We were meant to be pitchers, not quarterbacks. <laughs> oh, time out, time out. Bledsoe, Bledsoe didn't like the look. He's disgusted. They're already doing these little running back motions, though, right? Like start them out wide, motion them back into the backfield. Is that Sean Wade? Yes, and he was covering Raleigh Webb. And in his defense, Raleigh Webb oh, caught a lot of passes yeah. in the spring. He's active. He's active. Defense owning the day so far. It's interesting to me because it, it feels like the kicking um, kind of goes on on the side of, of all of these practices, and you don't really usually clock all of it. It feels like a lot of that competition is just going to kind of be happening in the background during training camp. I mean, everybody knows the end of practice. They'll, they'll line it up, and we'll see you know, how many they hit, but a lot going on on the side with the kickers. Keon White is Ooh. I can't tell the difference between Keon White and Ronnie Perkins, and this is, is going to bother me. Is all that season. booty? Yeah. 
Uh, uh, Perkins, I yeah. think, has a little bit of the white jersey hanging out the bottom. Okay, of his so yeah, that was a pretty right there. That's, yeah. that's Perkins. That's right the there. first time I think in a long time I've noticed Ronnie Perkins off the ball rushing the quarterback. Yeah, that, he, that was he and Uche always have that like that lighter jersey hanging out. Yeah, yep. That was a pretty that was a pretty good uh, pass rush there. He had. Yeah, he's uh, getting some uh, some kudos from I don't know one of way out of my range. I can't that's tell one's a back in. Looks like we're kind of so two tight ends. Christian Gonzalez just yeah outside corner day one. Yeah, yep. fixture with Jonathan Jones outside. Um, you know, again for the this is now the third time that they've been out there, and the, this is the two corners that have started every every one today. There you go. Oh, is that Stevenson? Mondre on Chris Ford. Chris, angle Chris Ford gets yeah. the uh, gives up the touchdown. I should say not gets the touchdown. That was good, though. That pocket was yeah. a little bit muddied, and he just kind of stepped up and, and hit the angle route. Yeah. That's what stood up to me about Mack when we first saw him in those early days of 2021. It just he, al he always looked comfortable in those early practices, kept his eyes downfield, and, you know, wasn't really concerned with the rush as a rookie, which, I, you know, was his contrast for me having watched Stidham, yeah, who looked like he was. That's the one thing know. you see with these young quarterbacks. They just they, they're not decisive. They pull it down. That's, That's a, a dead play. So that was an awesome play by Christian Gonzalez. So they ran like a banjo. So the two inside receivers, one ran to the left, one ran to the right. And instead of trying to travel or follow them, Miles Bryan and Christian Gonzalez just switched. And when that was seamless, like Christian Gonzalez had it perfectly. Like I expect Miles Bryan to know what to do. But like Christian Gonzalez doing that right away is a really good signing. Miles Bryan dapped him up after that. Like as day yeah. one rookie, like that's a hard, a hard assignment to I'm, get down. I'm glad you watched the coverage because I watched the blitz from the top with Peppers, and he got there effortlessly oh, and got toasted on that one. Would though. have been a strip sack, um, but that's where the, the coverage needs to be there because yeah. there's a chance. Now that happened really fast, so I don't know if he could. But there's a chance that okay, we know this guy's coming. He's going to be unblocked. I got to get it out immediately, and if they're not what, doing what Evan just said, yep. um, you know, you're able to get the pass off anyway, despite the blitz working. Yeah. Mac just hit Hunter Henry in the of back course, of the end zone. Yeah, he just got yeah. burned by he Hunter Henry yeah. on the next play. Yeah. So Gonzalez <laughs> got shook at the top of the route. And Rookie, yeah. rookies. Yeah, nice little hesitation move by uh, by Hunter Henry to get loose. The rep for Mac here. Back of the end zone to Hunter. Uh, that had no chance. Too much. Covered. Yeah. But that one was a good throw. Like, throw it high to the outside. Yeah, only he can get it, It's right? going to be incomplete, or, or his guy's going to make a great catch. All right, not bad. You know, I as opposed to the last time when we were talking about the one that Duggar undercut. Now, this is a different route. This is a fade to the outside, but didn't throw it low where it could get in trouble. Paul, it looks like uh, 53 Jake Andrews will be your second center. So you think he was probably out there before? I do. I do. Okay. A little bit better that, yeah. that go around, I thought, yeah. from Mac. I mean, I don't know. We'll wait till the end to make anything definitive about. Oh, nice catch oh. by Matt. Yeah, Sokol. but it wasn't the greatest pass. No, they had a lot. Of, I'll tell you, it's just a lot of blue jerseys around the yeah the ball. That oh. Matt Sokol would have gotten blown up if he you <laughs> could have hit him. They all went for the ball because you can't hit anybody. So. So second group, we got uh, yeah Jack Jones and Marcus Jones, Christian Barmore. Daniel Aquale, Anthony Jennings. Um, it looks like Keon White's still getting some 
But see, now this is kind of where I thought more where we'd see Keon White. Um, and I do believe that is Keon White, but kind of playing more in the Dietrich Wise, hand down, right defensive. Time Montgomery. Time Montgomery. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Three TDs. Um, who, can it, someone tell me who the guy is on the sideline uh, with the blue polo shirt, white hair. Uh, he's on the defensive sideline. He's got like a pad of paper in front of him. Uh, to the looks like he's working for the Daily Bugle. Yeah, like who is this guy? I don't know. I I saw him earlier taking pictures with his camera phone from uh, the gates of uh, the Yates of Hell. <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm wondering if he's someone they brought in. Uh, to kind of help with the defense. I, I don't know. He's on the defensive side? Yeah, he's, he's, he's on he's the about the 12, 13-yard line on our side. Oh, I got you. Yeah. I got you. And he's got a shorts and a polo, blue polo, and he has a pad of paper in his hand. Yeah, I see him A now. notebook of some sort. He could be one of the uh, from the referee. Yeah. You know? Oh, that, that uh, could be. NF NFLPA? Yeah, he could be an observer or Making something sure like there's that. there's no rules yeah. violation. No yeah. shenanigans? Yeah. Ooh, no. Oh, jeez. Nothing there for Zappi trying no. to connect with DeMario. It's going to be Tell interesting you. to see if some of these moving pocket things that they have been doing, the, those edge defenders are just all over the quarterbacks. I, you know, it's day one, but no. so those are things I don't know if we're going to be funny, in the playbook in six weeks. It's funny that you say weeks. that. Um, a couple of weeks ago, they on NFL Network, they were playing um, some highlights of Max Crosby. Oh, yeah. And do you remember the play? Um, it, it gets forgotten because of all the nonsense that happened with the lateral and everything. But Patriots were up by a touchdown and had the ball. You're talking about the third down play where they try to run a naked boot? Yes, and it worked. Yeah. And it worked. It fooled oh, everybody. Oh, yeah. And Max Crosby <laughs> so easily ran yeah. down Mac Jones yeah. 10 yards short of the first down that it didn't matter. Yeah. Um, that's the kind of stuff that I'm thinking about, like, to Fred's point, I know, Fred, you were being a little tongue-in-cheek when you're like, maybe we want to put that one away. Maybe they want to put that one away. I yeah. don't really think there are a lot of edge guys that are going to be bothered by that, even when they get tricked. Yeah, I, I just remember Scar talking about it with Brady, and he said that you know they were talking. it was last year when all the wide zone stuff was going on and that conversation, and he was like, look, we didn't really feature that as much in our offense because – Brady wasn't very good on the bootlegs. And if you can't run boot off of it. I remember Dante said that. that. It's really, you know, that's really what you're trying to get to is the play action with the bootlegs, you know, the Shanahan stuff. And if you don't have a quarterback that throws well on the move or is an athlete on the move, then it's really not as effective as it is if you have somebody that can run around a little bit. So they just didn't do it because Brady wasn't comfortable throwing off the bootlegs. So I agree. I think it's something that. We've seen a little bit of today that, that maybe we see a little bit well, less that was, of. This was always the reason why I didn't really buy Kyle Shanahan wanting Mac Jones at three overall. Like, that's, that's not his game. Yeah. Johnny Lumpkin can't hold on. Uh, I, I do believe that last play, though, was makes it four TDs for Ty Montgomery today. So. Ty Montgomery's on fire. I always like when you set something up at the top of the show, and then lo and behold, look what happened. Will anyone dare write today? Offense struggling under Bill O'Brien. <laughs> oh, somebody will. Somebody will. Uh, I don't no, think so. I, I, I mean, I think they could finish the season with less points than they did last year, and <laughs> no one will write that. Yeah. I mean, I, 
I, I just remember last year it was all you know contested catches in these drills, and it's you know, it hasn't been great. Missing um, out on Hopkins Doom's offense. <laughs> But I think they made a couple plays, and you know, this Max had a couple throws. But you know, first day at camp, I don't think it's it's as concerning as last year, where it was kind of. Yeah, I mean, the the couple of throws he made to got? Hunter Henry and, and the yep. little angle route to Ramondre, like that's yeah. stuff you're gonna have in your in your yeah. in your bag. Yeah, and I thought like and just just as a refresher, I sort of went over the stuff that we were writing last year early, and uh -huh. the very first day was okay. Yeah. It was beyond that, that it, like they never and, had a good day again. And, and it wasn't even red zone stuff. It was stuff in the middle of the field. Uh, no, no, you no. Know. It was th that stuff they just did. Like No, no, no. I'm talking about when we said this doesn't look right. Oh, it every, was, it everything. Was, it was everything. It was everything. stuff in the middle of the field. Yeah. You know? Field goals. Might this be the end? Yeah, this is a, probably right, so about this the, is from the, uh, what, the Well, 17? we should be noting 18. who's kicking. Right, so it's the 18-yard yeah. line. Nick Folk. Nick Folk. For Nick Folk, everybody. On a 28-yarder yeah. from the middle, snap, down, kick, up, and true. Good. Back him up. Increase the voltage. Here we go. This looks like this one's going to be about the 29, so about 39-yarder. This is also Nick Folk. This is... Uh, Meanwhile, you've got a shadow uh, with the rookie Ryland kind of running, not kicking it, but snapping it. And 38 from the right hash. Looks good to me. Looks good. Interesting. Is it interesting, though, that... Uh, uh, no. That's 59, right? Uh, so Dietrich Wise very enthusiastically <laughs> signaling good at that kick. <laughs> That's what he likes to do. Uh, so Beringer is holding... 20 words. Beringer is holding for Folk. <laughs> uh, while Waitman is, you know, they're kind of doing... Now we go 38 from the left hash. Yeah. And uh, you said Barringer has been the holder Barringer for all has these? been holding. Does that give him a leg up on the punting? Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, you know, those little observations. Yep. Waitman's holding on the other side for Ryland. Is there, I guess, just kind of listening or dry running the, the call as well. We're going to uh, meander our way out now. 35, 6, 7, 8, 48 yards. Going in 10-yard increments today. Snap is down. Right hash. Snap down. Ooh. Ball down. Kick is up. And Plenty of leg. You know, you're, oh, there you go. Thank you, Dietrich. Did you do it again? Yep. <laughs> Appreciate you. That's an extra large in that uh, he's, he's Arkansas best, man. quarter zip. He's just a. Uh, that you've been promising that? me yeah. for four years. Move right. to the other hash. Yeah, now, yeah. Still from the yeah. 48. 48. From the left hash, and this one looked good. Did not see anybody signal on that one. Dietrich Wise has got the two up. I don't know. Okay, I'm right, starting to wonder though because it looks a little bit more celebratory than necessarily like you know you need tight signals as a referee. Toit, toit. toit. The thing, I'm a referee, you know. Back to the That's other hash now. Still at uh, still at the 38, so 48 yards. Huh. That's funny. Sticking at the 48. Oh, it's oh, a fake. Oh, That's why it was funny. Shh, 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 shh. That's Beringer. why it was funny. We got problems. <laughs> the holder is Bryce Barringer. Yeah. And he has wheels. <laughs> We've seen that. Did he run at the combine? I feel like he did. That's Matthew Showalter, for those of you that like those Thanksgiving 
uh, <laughs> announcing clips <laughs> on 98.5 The Sports Hub. Go, man, you go, man, you go! So are we going to get our boy Rylan a chance? or uh, Maybe another day, Deuce. Yeah. Maybe another day. It's like a caged animal. He's getting ready to get out there. How do you guys feel about that? Do you think there's any chance that Folk is the kicker and Ryland is the kickoff guy? I, I oh, could. God, I hope not. You know, I roster I spot I on two kickers. I hope not, too. I do wonder if, look, they love to play those games yeah, with the right? 53. Yep. And I do wonder if both guys make it initially just to try to sneak Ryland like to the practice get, squad. Or maybe. can you put Folk on the practice squad and not have to worry yeah, about it? That's probably yeah. the, like yeah. the more could, likely. Ryland could get, yeah. get yeah. claimed. Yeah, because you know, with waivers. Looks so. like they're going to do some conditioning, conditioning run here. Yeah, this is it. This is it. Wrap Day it up. All right. Well, it's a good up, time to let people know that the show is brought to you by the Massachusetts Office of Travel and Tourism. Great memories are made in Massachusetts no matter how you choose to make them. Indoors or outdoors, scenic views or city vibes, solo or family style. Whatever moves you, whatever the season, plan your perfect Massachusetts getaway at visitma.com. So we are going to be back tomorrow, uh, same time, we assume, uh, unless they change it, with practice. And we'll be live. We'll be live tomorrow. We'll be live Friday. And then we'll be live on Monday. So I hope you enjoyed today's uh, practice. We'll do it again tomorrow. Thanks for listening. For Paul, for Evan, for Deuce, myself, Matt Morell, Faith Worrell. We'll see you tomorrow. Thank you for downloading this podcast. Subscribe on Apple, Google Play, and everywhere else you listen. Like the show? Please rate and review us. Listener comments and ratings help keep us high in the podcast rankings so new listeners can find us. Be sure to check Patriots.com for more news and more podcasts. The world's original podcast. Isn't it time to get exactly what you want? Welcome to Red Hot Deal Days from Verizon, where you get your pick of our best deals. Like my plan, where you can pick the perks you want and save on every one. For limited time, bring your own phones to a Verizon store and you can get my plan for our best price ever. Get exactly what you want in your phone plan and only pay for what you need. Bring your phones to your Verizon store today and get my plan. These deals won't last. It's your Verizon.